This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. Amen. To God be the glory. We honor him and we give him thanks because if it had not been for him at Calvary, amen, amen. It was Golgotha, but it became Calvary when Jesus got there. It was just a, a, a mountain of skull, but when Jesus got there, the name changed. And that's the same thing that happened to you. When he get in your hearts, it's going to change. Amen. What they used to call you, they won't call you that no more. Amen. God bless you. We give honor to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is our Alpha and Omega. Open your Bibles with me, if you will, today to the Psalm 37, if you will. Psalm 37. Amen. And if when you have found it, and if you can, would you stand to your feet? I just want to read one verse. One verse. Amen. And that's going to be verse, if you will, verse 25 of the 37. Amen. Writing a psalm. Verse 30. Verse, I mean, chapter 37, I'm sorry. And verse 25. Verse 25. Chapter 37. This is what you will find. Say, I have been young and okay, okay. Y'all no, y'all pull a new one on me today. I I didn't say follow me. I, <laughs> well, let's read it together then. Let's do it that way. Okay, come on, let's whew. some pole be off and it's still on. Okay. <laughs> I have been young and now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. You may be seated. <laughs> Amen. To God be the glory. That one verse we read in your hearing, we asked God if he would add other blessings. Amen. To the hearer. Amen. To the reader of his word. Amen. For God's word is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Amen. His word, amen, is joy to our, amen, spirit and our mind. His word is love to our hearts. Amen. So I want to talk today from this thought. Now you can repeat this after me. Amen. <laughs> so. <I laughs> And I witness for the Lord. I witness for the Lord. Amen. Even in our judicial courts. Amen. And we have somebody that we've looked up to and looked at for some years. Been on the news every day for the last six years, I know. Amen have all kind of court cases and all those kind of things. But what happens 
with an eyewitness if you don't see it with your own eyes. Whatever your testimony is, it's just circumstantial. It will not stand necessarily in the courts of law. We have to see it with your own eyes. Amen. So today, that is our thought today, that's in this book of Psalm, if you will, and Brown will end that 37th chapter, you might say, amen. But it is that 25th verse that you and I have heard many times, even in our own reading, that, amen, we have been young and now we are old, but yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Now, there it is. That is in the middle almost and coming to the, well, almost coming to the close uh, of, the, of the 37th writing of Psalm. Because there is a testimony in these words. There is a witness that is speaking on behalf of what he have gained and what he have learned and what he have come to know about our God. He said, amen, from a track record, he gives you and I to know that, amen, I've been in a lot of places. I've seen a lot of things in life. I've heard a lot of things. I've learned how to read. I learned how to write. But I want to suggest to you today, this writer said, please don't forget that I'm not a spring chicken now. I've said these things. I watched these things from my youth up. And there's one thing that I can lean on and put my weight completely on that I want you to take with you today, and that is I have been young. Amen. And now I am old, but I've never seen God coming up short. I've never seen God with lack. I've never seen God... Amen. Not having, not being, not having an answer to your prayer, not having a solution to your problem, not having medicine for your sickness, and not, amen, being, amen, a top attorney that will plead your case and bring you out more than a conqueror. This book, Psalm, is a unique book. Amen. It's six, 150 of them, shall I say that we read, and sometimes we get it all messed up and twisted, but the psalm is as well come from experiences and happening to people or to the writers that help write these 150, amen, chapters, you might say, of psalm. There are many authors that wrote, David, Asap, Ethan, Heman, amen, Moses, Amen. Wrote many and much of these psalms. They've been through, but they came out. And that's the thing that we have to understand about when you're going through, you already got the answer that you're coming out. Because through me, <laughs> you out. Come on, help me, somebody. Amen. So we got to understand that no matter what the devil may try to do to us, you have to learn how to remember who you are in our Lord Jesus. Amen. If he brought you to it, he's able to take you through it. So there is no reason for you to weep 
amen, all night long. Amen. Look what the scripture says. He said, weeping, if you read it carefully, it says, weeping may. I wish I had a witness in there. He said, it may endure for a night. Amen. Then he gives you to know the assurance of it is that joy will come in the morning. He almost saying that, amen, whenever you quit weeping, you're going to have joy. Can I get a witness in here? And so many times we delay, amen, the joy through our weeping. Can I get me a witness in here? So we have these different authors, amen, who write. The central message of the book of, shall I say, of Psalm, amen, is praise ye the Lord. From, amen, the first through the 150, it's all about giving God the praise. Amen. David gave him praise. Amen. Moses gave him praise. Amen. Asap gave him praise. All of the writers gave God praise. When you give praise, that means you're really giving thanks. You're acknowledging that whatever you may be facing, God is greater than that problem. And if God is greater than, then you ought to be able to give him thanks and acknowledge the fact that if it had not been for him on our side, then where would we be? Amen. The book of uh, these 150 Psalms, amen, they are structured in a different manner. Amen. They are structured in five different areas that run, amen, can, you might want to say parallel with what we know the first five books of the Bible, amen, is the Pentateuch, amen. And penta means five, amen. Two means books. So when we understand that the fact that God is in everything, then you will understand that you don't have to worry, you don't have to, amen, cry, you don't have to weep, you don't have to be sad, you don't have to be upset because God is with you. And when you know he's with you, you can stand the test of time. You can run, not be weary. You can walk and then not faint. Shall I say it like this? Amen. Since it runs parallel with them, chapter one, amen, of this, this book, amen, it runs uh, one through one, one through 41, amen, is the first, amen, shall I say, uh, books of this writing of some we, we we know them uh, uh you know we we, we say things sometime about them knowing the fact that genesis is the first book of the bible amen but then in psalm amen one one through 41 it is the first amen series of writing that goes parallel with the book of genesis can i get me a witness in here Amen. And so when Genesis gives us the first of, it gives us the beginning of, it gives us the start of, it gives us, amen, the way of, it gives us, amen, to know, amen, that there is structure, there is, amen, a plan, and there is a way that God have that is not like everybody else's way. Amen. So when we talk about Psalm, we know the very first Psalm is one of the most interested one, amen, that is in, amen, the, the 150. You know it when it talks about, 
And I'm not talking about the 23rd Psalm either. I'm talking about the very first Psalm that is in the Bible. I'm, I'm going to find it. I'm going to read it because I want you to know it. Because the mere fact, it gives us a blessing because it's just who, who it is. It's, it blesses the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate both day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth, it shall prosper. You ought to tell your neighbor, say, you'll prosper if you stay with God. Then he says it like this, the ungodly are not so. But are like the chaff with the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Amen. These six verses that starts out gives us to know, first of all, you just blessed to be here. That's why I said, bless is the man. It doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't matter what, amen, is going on with you right now. If you stay with God, he will stay with you. You know, sometimes we read, amen, when we read there in this book, amen, there are several psalms that we see to be very special and very, amen, popular, like the 23rd psalm. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Listen at that. Look how fulfilling that is. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So you don't have to beg. You don't have to cry about it. You don't have to worry about it. Because if the Lord is your shepherd, he is your protector. There are three main things that you're going to find in these 150, amen, writings, what we refer to as Psalms, amen. If you say one, amen, through 41, that would be division. That's one of the division of the Psalm. One book, amen, consists of the 140 writings. If you deal with that, you will understand, amen, that God is God all by himself, he doesn't need anybody to help him to be God. Now, these three things that will be captured in all 150 of the psalm, three things that you're going to find out if you read it very carefully. You're going to find out, amen, that God is a protector. Can I get a witness in here? I said you'll find out that he is a protector. In other words, the enemy may be on your track, on your trail, may be seeming to be gaining ground on you. Amen. But if you stay with God, I want you to know God is your protector. I heard David said he'll set you upon a rock. Amen. Where the enemies, amen, cannot see you nor they can catch you. Then David said like that, he'll prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemy. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I want you to know if you are an eyewitness to the Lord. See, you've seen some things that the Lord have done for you, amen, that nobody know that he did them for you but you. Can I get me a witness in here? And that's why every time you think about Jesus, I don't care where you be, Amen. You ought to think about some of those things that he did for you. 
Amen. When your back was against the wall, when your meal barrel was low, and when, amen, you didn't know what way to turn, you didn't have an answer for your problem, amen, you couldn't see your way out, it was all impossible. But some way, somehow, he showed up right on time. And you, 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 you couldn't see your way out, but when he made a way for you out of no way, when he opened doors that been slammed in your face, when he turned, looked like, hey man, the enemy have just beat you down, and then you've almost been ready to throw in the towel and give up on God. But he showed up, didn't he? Amen. He showed up right in the nick of time. Amen. So therefore, you got to know he is a protector. Amen. Let the church say amen. What you mean, protector? That means he'll look out for you. He'll cover you. He'll shield you. He, amen, he will not let the enemy have his way with you, even though it looked like sometime that God has stepped back out of the way to give you totally over to the enemy. But he might do that like he did Job. He told Job, amen, told the devil, said, look here now, I'm going to give you permission to do only certain things. But I want you to know you can't go past these certain things. You ought, to, you ought to be glad tonight to know that God, amen, you remember how we used to do, we used to draw sand, mark in the sand, said, okay, now, I'm a, you, you don't cross this line here right here because it's going to be on if you cross this line. I dare you to cross this line. So God can do the very same thing with you and for me and tell the devil, said, you can go only so far. Amen. And this is as far as you're going to be able to go. Let the church say amen. So tell somebody he's my protector. Well, the next thing that you see, there are three things I told you. That's one of them is he's your protector. But the next thing that you got to uh, 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 see in this, not only is he's your protector, but he is your preserver. He can keep you. You know how grandmama, what we used to call canning food. Come on, talk to me. Amen. She used to can it. She used to she'd get them old mason jars. Y'all don't know. See, 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 see. Get them old mason jars and scald them in some hot water. Amen. Have the wash pot in the backyard with fire underneath of it. I all those kind of things. Get go go to the store, get a little store oh, up the street and get some of the old, old rings and then get the top with the little rubber seal on the inside of it. She boiled and she cooking. Amen. She get the apples. She get the pizza. Amen. She just canning food. Amen. And she screwed them tops on up, them old mason jars as tight as she can. Amen. And set them over there in the dark corner. Y'all act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Amen. And 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 then wait, 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 about about 10, 11 o'clock at night, you start hearing something popping. Hello, somebody. Amen. See. You start hearing stuff popping, and what that means is that that those 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 jars and the containing uh, that's in the jar, amen, is now being sealed. Hello, somebody, it's being sealed now. I can't get in them no more. Amen. All of the, that, everything that need not to be in there, amen, have found its way out of there. Amen. So what I'm saying to you, the Bible tells us, I believe it is in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, somewhere around about the 30th verse, said we are sealed to the day of redemption. I wish they had a witness in here. So what did that mean? Amen. You heard the popping. Amen. That means, amen, in other words, it was letting the world know that you are saved. 
You are protected. You are preserved. Come on, talk to me. And then later on, later on, over in the wintertime, mama would get one of them jars with some peaches in it or apples in it. And then we have what you call a Sunday dinner apple pie. I wish I had a witness in it. Amen. What, what, apples don't produce in the wintertime, but, but, but God can seal you that you can show up and be productive in any season. Can I get me a witness in here? Well, not only will God, amen, protect you and preserve you, but he also will let you have plenty. I said he'll let you have plenty. Amen. It would be a sad commentary if God kept us being poor. But God is rich and he will give you, amen, the desires of your heart. He'll provide for you even when you are in a season when it may be a drought. How can you be eating? How can you be smiling? How can you be laughing? How can you be having fun when, amen, it's a drought everywhere? Well, when you think of God and what he's already done for you, what you do know that he is not only your protector, he's not only your preserver, but God got plenty. The Bible says, amen, that, that my father is what? Rich with houses in land. He wants us to know that the cows on a thousand hills belong to him. What does that have to do with being an eyewitness? Let me tell you what it have to do with it. It have a lot to do with it. It have everything to do with it. Because you and I would not be where we are right now had not God protected us. You and I would not be right where we are right now if God had not preserved us. You and I would not have what we have right now if God didn't have plenty to give us. He told us if you are a faithful tither, if you are a faithful giver, if you are a faithful, amen, offering person, he said, see, won't I pull you out of blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. And I believe that there are a lot of people up in this room right now that got more than you'll ever need. I didn't say you got more money than you ever need, but you got more clothes than you'll ever use. Amen. You got more, amen, shoes that you'll ever wear. Come on, you got shoes, still got tags on them. Come on. I wish they had a witness in here. Still got clothes hanging in the closet. You bought them five years ago, amen, and now you're a little, 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 little. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, but it's okay. I, I, I was going to say a little bigger. Amen. You little, but you're bigger. I, I wish I had <laughs> You got to understand that God is still a wonderful God. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of shadows of death, and I will feel no evil. Why? Because the Lord is with me. Well, I got to leave you all because the Bible tells us today, not only do we have, amen, God as our protector and a preserver, and he gives us plenty. We got to also know that when you didn't know who God was, amen. Somebody said back in the old days, they said stuff like this, God take care of old folks and fools. Amen. Well, you weren't old, but that left you only one thing. And so I want you to know, amen, that God take care of his very own. Amen. And when God be for you, he's more than the world that could be against you. And that's why every now and then you wonder why somebody would say, thank you, Jesus. You wonder why somebody maybe throw up their hands and you don't even know why they're throwing them up. They're thinking about what God have done for them. And they're not ashamed to let you know that, amen, God made a way for me. He brought me out, amen, more than a conqueror. 
So this is what I want to share with you today, amen. When we open up in verse 1 of this 37th Psalm, he said, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, and neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. You got to understand, just like God have members and God have people, sons and daughters in Mount Pleasant, then the devil also have sons and daughters in Mount Pleasant. I wish I had a witness in here because wherever God is, amen, there will always be somebody opposition or opposing who God is. The devil don't want you to give God praise. He's angry because he want to be the one lifted up. He wanted it there in the, amen, the, the pre-Adamite world. He wanted it there, amen, before God created man. He always wanted to be out and up front. But what got him was his own pride. I want you to know the Bible says that we got to be very careful how we exalt ourselves. Because he that exalt himself shall be abased. But he that humble himself shall be exalted. The best way up is to, amen, uh, uh, let yourself go down. In other words, humble your own self. Make up in your mind, amen, that God be for me. He's more than the world against me. Because he said, he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. And if God exalt you, the devil can't pull you back down. You got to be a man steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. That's why I said, don't you be angry. Don't you let a man, an enemy pull you off of your spot. Amen. Pull you from where God have brought you from. Amen. He said, fret not. Don't let it get on your nerve. Don't let it get in your spirit because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against those workers of iniquity. That's all right. You got to let them go on and do whatever it is they do it. Because only what you do for Christ is going to last. And that's what you got to understand here in this text today. Because he said, for they shall be soon cut down. Amen. And wither as the grass, wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord. That's what we got to do, Mount Pleasant. We got to do what? Trust in the Lord. And if we trust in the Lord and do good, amen, so shall thou dwell in the land, amen, of the living. And verily thou shalt be fed. In other words, he won't let you go hungry. He won't let you starve. He won't let you do without. He'll make sure that he feeds you early in the morning and feeds you during the noonday hour. He'll make sure that he'll give you everything that you need. What then do you have to do? Verse 4 said, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of your heart. you got to understand the word of God works for you. I said the word of God works for you. And when you know God's word works for you, amen, you become an eyewitness to the happening and to the blessings of the Lord. Amen. Then he says in verse 5, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. In other words, what you cry about God is a way maker. Amen. What you're sad about, God yields, amen, a bridge over your troubled water. Amen. What you're angry about, God is already working on your behalf. Look what it said. I read it again. It said, amen, commit thy way unto the Lord and trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. 
Then he said, amen, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he, he shall give you the desires of your heart. Well, I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I am an eyewitness that I've had no money, but I had God on my side. I am an eyewitness, amen, that I've been sick, but God is still the healer. Amen, I could tell you that God, amen, would bring you out of darkness and put you in his marvelous light. And if there are any witnesses in here, there ought to be somebody to say, amen, I am an eyewitness. You see, we used to say, Grandmama said and Grandmama told me, but you ought to be able to talk it for your own self. Like, amen, uh, that, that blind uh, that, that blind boy, that, that lame man that was at the gate called Beautiful. Amen. I heard Peter and John said, shivering and gold, have I none. But such as I have, I give unto thee. Rise up and walk. The Bible said that that man started leaping and jumping around in the church. They found his mama and daddy said, is this not y'all son that were lame in his own legs? And they spoke from a fear place and said, well, he's old enough. He can speak for his own self. And the only thing I'm trying to tell you that it's all right that grandmama told you. It's all right that amen mama may have told you. It's all right that the preacher could have told you, but you got to know it for your own self. You got to do it like amen uh, Joshua said. As for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. Can I get me a witness in here? If y'all going to help me preach just for a little while, look over and tell your neighbor that I've been through too much. Just sat down on the Lord. Amen. I had my chair ups and downs. Faith had been kind and down been fueled. But I want to testify that Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. Ain't God all right? And I heard when the Bible said round about the seventh verse of this same psalm, he said, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Ain't God all right? That's what grandma and them got it from. That he may not come when you want him, but he'll always be on time. And since I've lived long enough, I can speak for my own self that God is my way maker. God is my joy and sorrow. God is my bread when I'm hungry. God is water when I'm thirsty. Ain't God all right? Is there anybody in here know you got to pray? If you got to pray, tell God thank you. If he really been good to you, to tell God much obliged. Because the Lord I served is a very present helper in time of trouble. Ain't God all right? Do you really know him tonight? If he really, really been good to you, you are not lean on on your mama's testimony but by now you're old enough uh, to have your own testimony even now in the end 
You ought to tell somebody that we come this far by faith. Sometimes we were up, sometimes we were down. We found out if I hold on just a little while longer, my weeping may endure. But for a night, uh, but every now and then, uh, I feel something like Jeremiah said. What I feel is like fire shut up in my bone. Ain't God all right? I'm so glad I got my own testimony. I'm so glad I live long enough. I can tell God thank you for waking me up early this morning. I can tell God thank you for starting me on my way. I wish I had a witness. I don't know what y'all come to do, but I come to give them a praise because the central theme of the book of Psalm is praise ye the Lord. And I don't know about y'all tonight, but I'm so glad the Bible told me to tell you, uh, praise you the Lord. Anybody got a praise up in here? If you got a praise, you ought to tell him thank you. Maybe you don't think you got one, but I guarantee you, uh, everybody in here got a praise. Meanwhile, I knew you got to pray because I heard him say, everybody that got breath in their body, I would had a witness. Give God a praise. If you give him a praise, somebody say, when blessing come down, that mean praise have gone up tonight. If you won't pray then on your road, you ought to say, pray ye the Lord. If you won't pray then in your house, you ought to say, pray ye the Lord. When you're on the highway, don't get mad. When somebody cut you off, look to Jesus and say, thank you. Cause I could have been dead, sleeping in my grave. But you kept me through the same and unseen danger. Won't he do it if he been good to you? Gonna say, yeah, I am a witness like David was. I've been young, but now I'm old. I wish I had a witness. You don't have to tell me when to clap my hand if I get in my mind what the Lord have done for me. My hand will clap anyway. My mouth will come open and tell him glory. Hallelujah. Ain't it all right? If he say yeah, say yeah. Ain't it all right? I'm so glad. Let me leave you while I go to my seat. Let me tell you what David said. He said, pray ye the Lord. Pray ye the Lord. He said, pray the Lord. God in the sanctuary. This is a sanctuary. 
this here, the house of God, he's a little everybody that got breath in their body. Give him a praise in the sanctuary. If you praise him in the sanctuary and in the fundament of his power, look at somebody and say, praise ye the Lord. I come to tell you, it does not matter what the preacher say. Praise ye the Lord. It does not matter what the choir say. But pray ye the Lord. Then I hear when Paul said, the Lord pick me up, turn me around, put run in, in my feet and clap it in my hand. Do you know him? Have you tried it? What's his name? What is his name? If you know his name, God it's all right if you don't mind giving God the praise. Said thank you for my journey. Thank you for my journey. You brought me from a long way. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? If he did good to you, say yeah, yeah, yeah. Let everything that have breath, give God a praise. Everything that have breath, give God a praise. When they go up, your blessing will come down. Say yeah. I'm an eyewitness. I'm an eyewitness. I'm an eyewitness. I've seen lightning flash. I've heard the thunder roll. Lord, rain fall, snow fall, wind blow. But I know that Jesus, he lives. Yes, I do. How I know it. One Thursday. He put his hand on me, cleaned up my mind, gave me love in my heart, saved my soul, and now I gotta pray for my own self. Now I got a song for my own self. Jesus on the main line, call him up, tell him what you want, say yeah. That's all I got to tell you. I am an eyewitness. I don't have to tell your story. You don't have to tell mine. Because if he's been good to you, you have an eyewitness for your own self. Hey, I wish I had a witness in him. You can tell people, say, I don't know. Where it is in the Bible, but I know where it is in me. I don't know what chapter it's in, I don't know what book it's in, but I know it's in me. I know my Redeemer liveth. I wish I had a witness there.
Yeah, I heard you. When you said they hung him high, they, they, they stressed him wide. He put his head in the locks of his shoulder, and he died. I wasn't there to see that. I didn't see that. I wish I had a witness of him. But then three days later, come on, talk to me, somebody. He got up with all power. I said, he got up there with all power. Over 2,000 years ago, I didn't see that. But I do tell you this, that Thursday evening, May the 29th, 1975, he rose up on the inside of Michael Benton. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but he walks with me. He talks with me. He let me know that the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I don't care what folks say about me. My Redeemer liveth. He liveth in my walk. He liveth in my talk. And if you are real with him, if you are real and true with him, he'll let you feel the power of his resurrection. I wish they had me a witness in here. I said he'll let you feel the power of his resurrection. Your salvation is his on the day he rose in your heart and rose in your mind, rose in your soul, rose in your feet and give you a joy that is unspeakable and nobody can take your joy because the joy I have, the world didn't give it to me, nor can they take it away. I am an eyewitness. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant Ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Giveify. For Giveify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.